0: This video is an explanation of the Mondio Ring Sport by Michael Ellis. Michael and many of the students who attend his seminars and school in California compete in the Mondio Ring. In fact, Michael and his dog, Pi, were the U.S. Mondio Ring two champions last year in 2008. It's my opinion that the Mondio Ring Sport is the most challenging but enjoyable of all dog sports, both for the dogs and the handler. If you're looking for a new dog sport, I highly recommend the Mondio ring. You can now even get an obedience and jumping title that does not include bite work. This footage was filmed in California at the Michael Ellis School for Dog Trainers. Michael offers a variety of courses
1: that can be reviewed on his website. And it means world ring, and what it ultimately was is it was people from a variety of countries got together and they were going to make a sport so that all the people from the, from the other countries from their indigenous sports could cross-train this and then go compete internationally against each other. Um, It really, so theoretically, it was supposed to be a blend of KNPV, Schutzen, French Ring and Belgian Ring. The truth of the matter is, it's an exact blend of French and Belgian Ring. It's halfway between French and Belgian Ring. It has nothing to do with Schutzen and doesn't look at all like KNPV either, right? So it's very much a blend of French and Belgian Ring. So what it is, is they just basically compromised. The French and the Belgians got together and argued a whole bunch and decided that, like, the, the uh, French guys wanted to use the stick, and the Belgian say, says, okay, if you're going to use the stick, you can't hit the dogs with it because they're, they, don't, they don't use the stick the same way. And the Belgian guy said, we want to judge grips, and the French guy said, no, we're not going to judge grips. And, so, and they eventually settled on somewhere in between. So the decoys are active, like they are in French ring, but they can't make the dogs miss completely. But a lot of the exercises are very much the same as those two. So if I talk about Mondio ring, French ring and Belgian ring, they're very close-knit. The only difference being in Belgian ring, the emphasis on the aesthetic components of the dog's gripping and the aggression for the muzzle work, But then Mondio ring is really basically a blend of those two. So it borrows all the elements of those. And then people can compete internationally in that sport. So every country can have their own sanctioning body for Mondial Ring, select their own decoys and their own judges. Uh, that's why you don't see anybody doing Belgian Ring outside of Belgium. And the reason is that it's designed there. You need two judges. They have the whole system. It's is just not exportable in that way. Mondial Ring was designed to be exported. It was basically designed for every country to kind of b- agree to play by the international rules but set up their own, their own organizations. That's the way IPO is, the way Schutzend is now. Every country... Uh, selects their own judges, their own decoys, they hold their own trials, and we all agree to play by the same set of rules. And Mondial Ring is like that. That the, the international rules are designed and then every country kind of does their own thing within their country and then sends teams to the world championship. Question. So in IPO, for sure, at the top levels, they're very separated by very small amounts. In French Ring, at the top levels, it's the same. So when you look at the championships of France, because French Ring is... Um, uh, is a little more stylized like Schutzen is, meaning it's more consistent. They don't change, they don't change the exercises. They don't mix things up. They, the field looks the same. It's always basically an open field with blinds down the sides. And so it looks like a Schutzen field, basically. Um, and so since it's like that, at French ring, at the highest level, um, is the, they're separated by very small differences. So they'll, like if you, the French championships, there'll be 10 dogs between 370 and 380 points, or 360 and 380 points. So they'll all be a few within a few points of each other, usually. Well, in Belgian Ring and Mondia Ring, the, the trials change every time. So the exercises are the same, but the judge sets up the field. The field doesn't look the same. He changes the direction of the send-away. The retrieve item's different. The stuff they throw at the dogs, defensive handler scenarios are radically different from trial to trial, and the judge makes them up. So there are some rules that govern what he can do, but they're, they vary a lot more. So there tends to be bigger separations because some dog will blow an exercise completely because it was just something he'd never seen before. And the next time, he may do that exercise perfectly. So it's not uncommon in uh, Belgian Ring and Mondial Ring to see a dog score 360 points one week and 310 points the next week, and then 370 and 322, right? Like, they're all over the place depending on how the trial was set up. Usually in French ring and Schutzhund, if I have in Schutzhund if I have a 280 point dog, I generally have a 280 point dog within a few points, right? If he's a if he's trained, that's the level he's going to score in there somewhere when I'm done. And in ring sport, it's sort of the same. French ring, it's like yeah, I have a 360 dog. He's between 355 and 375 in that range somewhere. But there are bigger discrepancies in the others because the more patterned they are, the more consistent the scores tend to be. And the more they change, the more likely your dog is to be surprised by something and go, ooh, what the heck is that? And lose that whole exercise. I think it was the first sport exported radic- uh, in a big way, right? So no, there were, in, in the States, certainly, um, there was nobody doing, the first ring sport seminars were in the, uh, the mid 80s. And there was nobody really doing ring sport until the early 90s of any kind in the United States. Um, Schutzen was well established from the 50s and 60s uh, onward Uh, So it was imported earlier The other thing is that it's um, less uh, decoy dependent And it's easier to do with an average dog Not to win, but to get titles on an average dog So in ring sport, you need a guy that can get in a suit And be relatively athletic and move around in a suit it's hard. It's hard work. You'll see when we get into doing this stuff, it, you, it hurts, you get bruised, it's like, a, it's, <laughs> it's hard, it's just hard, physic- very physically demanding. And not that Schutzen helper work isn't, but it's not quite the same kind of thing as working in a suit. So you need somebody that's willing to do that, repeatedly. Yes, children. for sure. And that's, and, and that's because Schutzen's popularity, then again, because it was a breed suitability test for a variety of German breeds... So, like, if you wanted to breed German Shepherds or Rottweilers or Dobermans or Hoverworts or whatever, you have to get a... In Germany, you have to get a Schutzen title, right? So then people that got those breeds in other countries adopted the same system. Also, like I said, Schutzen is easier to do with an average dog to get the title. So if I can take a... a not bad dog, but a mediocre dog, I can get a Schutzen 3, dog, a Schutzen 3 on that dog with good training. In ring Sport... It's, it's equally hard in all the sports to do the play at the top level. But in ring sport, it's harder to find a dog to do ring three. So the base level, ring, to get to the high the ring three, you have to have a pretty dang good dog, period. He may not be the best dog in the world, but he's got to be really good. And in Schutzen, if you're a good trainer, you can take a dog that's not so good or more average and do the Schutzen titles on the dog because it's less demanding physically uh, of the dog. So that means more people can be successful and more people can kind of do it at a hobby level than they can in ring sport, right? You, you need a really good dog to go to ring three, and um, you don't necessarily need a really good dog to do Schutzen three. You need a really good dog to be competitive at Schutzen three, but not at the, not at the, at the club level. It's much easier. So that means, and um, more different breeds can be successful at Schutzen than can at ring sport. The agility component eliminates certain dogs. Rottweilers will never do the, the ring sport jumps. Not possible. You're not going to find a Rottweiler to do all the ring sport jumps at maximum. They don't exist. <laughs> and, and in Schutzen, uh, lots of dogs. Even, even to some degree, some of the dogs like the American Bulldogs and some of the alternative breeds now uh, that are getting involved can get Schutzen titles, but it's very difficult for them to get to the highest level of ring sport. Ring sport is really a Malinois German Shepherd sport.
0: If you'd like to watch some of the free streaming videos that I have on my website, you can go to this web address now. I have a number of... Uh, free streaming training videos and then a number of product videos also